listening to Life in Limbo, a podcast about building a life you love on the foundation of what's most important to you. I'm your host, Stephanie Pellet, and each week I'll be chatting with an interesting person or sharing my own reflections on how we can stay connected to our personal values, measure what matters most to us, listen to our own voices, and build a life we love. This week on the podcast, I'm talking to my friend Deanne Vincent about the concept of reclaiming your body and what that means to her. Let's go. Hi, Deanne. Hello. How are you? I'm good, good. How are you? Good. I'm so glad that it finally worked out for us to mm-hmm. have this chat on recording. Yes, me as well. It was very fun. <laughs> um, yeah, you happened to be in my neighborhood today, and I was I like, did. finally! I know. The stars aligned for us to finally <laughs> chat, which there is perfect. Go. Yeah, and I'm really excited to talk to you, I think, especially on the heels of my last podcast episode, Excellent. which was all about identity-based habits, mm-hmm. for us to be, like, chatting about mm-hmm. some of what you sparked in me about identity things. Okay. But to start with, okay. why don't you start by just telling us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Introducing my identity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my name's Deanne. Um, right now, I always hate job titles. They always feel yeah. so uncomfortable to me, so I don't really know what to say to that. Um, but basically... Uh, I lead movement-based classes for people, for women to embody who they are to help them become basically the fullest expression of themselves um, and do online coaching as well for women who aren't necessarily local and want some support as well. So mm-hmm. that's kind of that identity. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And you've had such a journey. I mean, we have only yeah. known each other for a year and a bit now, two yeah, years. Year. Yeah, a little me. Over, over a year. Yeah, over a year. I'll say that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there are parts of your journey that I've only sort of glimpsed yes. in the rear view mirror. Oh my goodness, yes. So you've had quite a rich one, I would say. Lots yeah. of ups and downs. <laughs> yes, quite the roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if there's anything you want to share around mm-hmm. that and how it brought you to what you're doing now. Yeah. But I'm sure. super curious. Oh my God. So I was born on like a hot summer day in August. No, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I've had a lot in terms of my background for health things, mm. I guess is like a lot of my story and it kind of led me to where I am now in terms of bodies and movement and expression. Um, so I was born with something called Hirschsprung's disease, which this is the part that you probably don't know mm-hmm. the extent of. Um, no one knows what that is, but basically a digestive disorder. Mm. So I had four surgeries as a baby. Um, and then for my whole life, I kind of just had like gut issues, never really smooth runnings in that um and then it wasn't until I was in my young 20s that I then uh, I had one surgery for a herniated disc in my back and that kind of triggered uh three quick-ish surgeries within so I had three surgeries in less than two years for ovarian cysts yeah so that was kind of I I thought at the time that was my awakening you know um and so like after that last surgery and they kind of threatened to if we were gonna have another surgery we might have to remove the ovary blah 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 so I was like is there anything I can do so that's when I changed my health and changed all I was eating and took different supplements and and knock on wood like that was the best I had ever felt in my life Mm. after that um and kind of sent me down what more can I do in my life and how can I help people that kind of thing um so when you say awakening, you mean to these new aspects to of these new like yeah taking care of your body better absolutely reaching out to other people to like share your story yes for inspiration and things like that yeah so I started um, originally my Instagram like anonymously under a pseudonym oh. yeah which is actually how I started before I feel like I could have owned my story in that mm-hmm. fullest sense um, yeah and then I went through holistic health coach training that kind of thing and started diving into the food and that aspect of people and mm. like how the mind incorporates everything 
Um, <laughs> and then just when you think you have it all figured out. <laughs> uh, You're like, that was my awakening. Sweet, that was now my we're done. I'm good for life. I don't need to learn any more lessons. Classic. I'm totally done. Yeah. Um, so last June, I guess, I mean, the story is like, I went through a breakup and I mean, I've been through a breakup before. It's, it wasn't my first one, but this is someone, you know, who I imagined a life with and right. soul shattered kind of thing. Um, and two weeks later there was another ovarian cyst. Hmm. And so nothing necessarily changed in my life in terms of health or diet or anything. And so that's when I was like, wow, there's more to this than I hmm. kind of originally thought. Um, so that was <laughs> my thought. My previous ones were hard. <laughs> this, like those four months, um, were probably like the hardest in terms of just physical symptoms. Um, it was affecting my kidneys. I was getting all this inflammation. I had three different rounds of antibiotics. I could have, I was just about to get a stent put in before my cyst actually ruptured. Mm -hmm. So I went in for emergency surgery, um, and then had two surgeries to kind of clean things up. And they did actually remove that leftover, which is something I worked so hard to not do, but, um, me and my surgeon both. Yeah. She's amazing. Um, and I'm so, so grateful for her and the whole team, but I'm also grateful for going through it because it has led me to here in a deeper connection with emotions and my body and what it tells me and food is great, but it was often maybe a sense of control that I was looking for using it. And Mm. it wasn't, there was something underneath in terms of my soul and expression and, um, yeah, Mm -hmm. that creation energy. Yeah. And you've gotten to such a rich place now, I think in the way you're sharing too. Mm. When I first met you, um, and I was following along on your Instagram, I Mm -hmm. do feel like it was a little bit more stripped back in what you were sharing. And now there's this rawness sometimes that's coming across in this beautiful way. And you kind of have shifted from coaching to more writing and Mm -hmm. now to more, um, movement. So that's kind of going back to your roots in a way, right? Cause you studied, um, was it kinesiology? Yeah. So I did kinesiology and then I'm an exercise technically certified physiologist, right? which is nuts. Yeah. Right. So you're kind of, you're in a way coming full circle to some of the places where you got away from that for a while. Mm -hmm. Now you're sort of back in this world, but with a much deeper and richer understanding of why and all the lessons Mm -hmm. that have come on your path, Mm -hmm. which I think is so inspiring. And there's just a quality to what you're doing and sharing now that like Mm -hmm. really resonates and rings with such clarity. Um, I think especially your recent workshop and now the Mm. program that sort of was, um, the workshop was a launch pad for the program. Um, but yeah, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Because the language is so, um, resonant. It's was called reclaim your body. Um, which I just Mm. feel like is so powerful, especially having just heard your story. story. Yeah. Um, and thank you, like, thank you for saying that and noticing all the changes. It's been, wild in terms of my story and what to share and what not to share and especially when you're in it right and of course still navigating that and still learning all my you know lessons along the way and <laughs> totally surrendering to the fact that I know nothing at all. <laughs> so many uh, lessons. so many lessons <laughs> all the time um yeah so I mean it's kind of led to me to this place of coming back to my roots and like my body is where it's all began in terms mm. of my story and my beliefs and um I think for a lot of people that our body can be so much more, but we don't often tap into that because we're so up in our head and we're logical and analytical and that's what we learn. Um, but through this experience, it's like my head knows nothing. It's like <laughs> it's my heart and my body and my humanness that like have all the answers. Uh-huh. So that's kind of what I want to bring it back to, like with my writing, yes, to kind of bring that out in people, hopefully. Um, but then also with the workshops is like 
I would think I was craving like that in-person connection too, Mm -hmm. but how can I help women is where I'm starting, um, to get it that deeper connection with their body. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's, I always believe in movement and exercise because that's something that's been very meditative for me and I've fallen back on, but how can we, in society, it's kind of like we have this yoga class, which is soulful and surrendering and like much more intuitive in that experience versus then a workout class, which is sometimes very masculine. You're like all or nothing. It's talking about bikini, like all the aesthetics and things like that, <laughs> that don't necessarily align with me anymore. But like, I don't believe in that. So we have these two options in this binary world, which is not true to us to humans. And how can I, with this, like everything's connected with our body, with like the healthcare system, with pl- like everything in the world is so, so connected. So if I can help women first connect to their bodies, which I think holds the truth and the answers. So they kind of help figure out who they are to embody who they are and reclaim that for themselves. Um, and then help them basically find their thing that is like their connection to something more, whether it's a person and people and human connection or whether it's the cause for something that they want to fight for mm-hmm. until they have that strength and knowing within themselves, like rooted in their body. I think it's so hard for us to fully step into that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's come back to body for me. And I think I hope for a lot of women, but it's like a, not just this program, but it's like a launch pad for so much mm-hmm. um, for what we can do with our lives from this yeah. place. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love what you're saying about the, <laughs> we're so in our heads, right? No, I, I think I am guilty of it. Pretty so much, that's why I know. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much everybody I know, yeah. I think at the workshop, you, you started by saying like a lot of times we're just like this floating head. And yeah. I was like, LO, I think Glenn yeah. Doyle has said something like that Probably. in some of her it's writings the, yeah. that, that she was just floating around just constantly in her yeah. head, didn't even want to be in her body. Oh God. Yeah. It wasn't even like, uh, like a, uh, oh, I should be. She was like, mm-hmm. I see no reason yeah. for that. Like, I just have to feed it to keep me yeah. alive to sustain yes, the floating bubble. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so, so guilty oh of that, yeah. you know, of going through my days and being like, oh, I just have to like give myself the fuel to continue all of my pursuits. Like all of my mm-hmm. hobbies are in my head too. You yeah. know, like I just love yeah. reading and writing. <laughs> everything just revolves around my brain but my poor brain needs a break sometimes yeah um so I just think it's such an important point that you're talking about I think it's what came up for a lot of of the women Mm -hmm. at the workshop was how do we sort of reestablish that Mm. connection with our bodies yeah um and I love that you're showing people another way that can look besides the like harsh ugly lighting of a gym yes or just like you go to a yoga class, you love it, you feel relaxed, mm. but you don't feel like you got some strength from it. Yeah. Sometimes it like my word for the year is deepen. And I want mm. that like to deepen the connection within ourselves, but the work that we do. So for all my classes, I always have a theme. Mm-hmm. So like exploring the theme and then embodying that theme, mm-hmm. like around feelings or um, sexual shame or liberation in terms of creative or like conscious choices, mm-hmm. um, even just safety and security within our body or relationship with our body. It's just everything comes back to it but when you're living in your head you don't even you don't even know like you're just I don't know how to explain it you're just all in the head and you're thinking on overdrive right but until you have like drop into your body and release around the feelings that you're feeling your thoughts aren't even clear or Mm -hmm. aligned right so right it's like if we bring it back to our body and then think, and I'm not like, there's a reason we have brains as human <laughs> beings, like it is brilliant. Um, but our like that higher power in terms of our brain doesn't come to good unless it's rooted within ourselves. Yeah. It's almost like you're clearing the channel. Yeah. It's like bit. clearing the channel and like, a, cause you know when you're just so emotional, you're not rational. Yeah. It's kind of like, but like, we're like that all the time. 
because we, <laughs> I say this for myself, yeah, yeah, frankly, yeah. like, no, no. and not like doing all the work I've done. It's like, we so often suppress everything we're feeling that we don't even have a clear head to function with. So we're like running around in fear and anxiety and stress and like, don't even have time to feed ourselves or like feel good or, right. you know, connect with people on a physical level or be right. present in our moment. But into, and then once we release that and feel into what we're feeling, then our thinking is so much more powerful. Absolutely. From that place. Actually, that's such an important point I think that you're making because when we're in that state mm-hmm. and we're in that sort of overwhelm and we're f- overthinking everything, yeah. my tendency, and I think for a lot of the people I know, is to think the solution yes. is to like think our way yes. out of the problem. Oh my God. Or like somehow transform the way we're viewing the issue. Yeah. Or I don't know, get the willpower to do things differently. Mm-hmm. So it's all about how can we think differently? How yeah. can we like reframe the situation? Yes. And never is it about getting a new perspective or yeah. like shifting things for mm. ourselves in like an actual physical way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's so funny because I think it's a trap we fall into. Yeah. We're just like, oh, I just, if I just think about this yeah. a little harder, yeah. I'll find the solution. I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> It'll be fine. Yeah. And then, but like now I can feel the difference when I'm spinning in my head mm. and like thinking, thinking, thinking and the work I've done around coaches or like any experience I've had with therapists and stuff. Sometimes I would like look up when she would answer a question and she's like, no, the answer's not up there. And I was just like, God damn it, woman. So I would like, look, she's like, like feel down, like look oh, down. Like, interesting. And so as soon as we release any stories that we have in our head in terms of judgment, um, and just like for a second, just like sinking into your body and what is it feeling? And often it's like, like an anxiety, like a tightness in your chest or like mm. bubbling in your stomach. And like, once you either express that, release that, or you can keep holding on to it if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of those three things with feelings until you have that clarity of like an expansive feeling, a peaceful feeling, a very grounded feeling, then the answer comes to you. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it's always like this lightning. I know exactly mm-hmm. what to do, sure. but as soon as I would ground into things, then I was like, Oh, this is the answer. And she's like, yeah, that's true. But as soon as I switch to that thinking and spinning, um, like a crazy merry-go-round, I start like just like going like nuts. Um, I would keep finding myself in the same problem again and again and again. Right. Uh, yeah. Not that I have everything figured out, but it's always that reminder. Yeah. And I thought one of the things that you said a few minutes ago was mm-hmm. that you find um, physical exercise mm-hmm. and activity meditative. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of people, maybe we've had glimpses of that. I know yeah. back in my running days or my swimming days, um, I could I can see that that was true for me, mm-hmm. but it's definitely fallen away. It's something that doesn't feel as palpable to me anymore. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would, I'm just so curious, like mm. when you, what is your experience with that and what are some of the ways that you try to drop into your body the way that you're talking about mm-hmm. maybe throughout the day or do you make special time for it or do you have little rituals or practices that you use to like embody stuff a little yeah. bit more to yeah. like deepen your connection with your physical experience? Yeah. Bunch of things I've tried and play with so many all the things. time. So many things. Um, yeah, I mean, one is exercise or going to yoga and attending, like, taking classes or doing it on my own time, walking and getting outside in nature. I mean, it's all the things that we've heard before. This is the thing, right? Like, nothing I'm going to say is going to be earth-shutting. You're like, oh, that's what I have to do yeah. and it'll solve all my problems? There like, you go. Unfortunately, I don't have anything. And even just, like, taking the time to breathe and, like, having my phone on airplane mode when I wake up mm-hmm. and, like, listening to something, you know, like, some sort of meditation or... Um, like a podcast or something right away to put that into a different perspective. Um, but honestly, it's like the thing that's, I think, shifted me the most is when something comes up in a feeling, 
instead of just like suppressing and pushing away, like I'll deal with this later or like I have to act a certain way or be a certain way, it just has bottled so much up for me. Right. right. And so when I went through that breakup, I think I cried once mm. and like mm-hmm. it do, I was so numb, so in shock that I didn't even process and it was like mm. all instantly stored. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't like, I'm not gonna, like, who knows frankly why this, this came about, right. but it's just like <laughs> the, like the timing was just crazy. And mm-hmm. like anything that I did and if I like held back in a certain way, oh, then I got like a kidney symptom or like, it was just crazy in terms of the, the parallels, mind-body connection. the yeah. mind-body connection. Um, so it's just giving yourself that permission to feel a little bit more and like show like just permission to feel mm-hmm. and then just see what happens. Yeah. Even it just takes like, take that second to be like, Oh, mm-hmm. this is going on and breathing into it and just like opening up around it instead of like clamping it down, like trying to push it like a beach ball underwater. <laughs> just like give it some space and get curious with it and play with it. Um, cause I think any of the moments that we are truly happy or like truly in like, pr- like you're present, you're in your body, you're just being, Right. And I think how can we have more of those experiences, not just within classes I run or like workshops or workouts or anything like that, but how can you have more of those so present, aligned, like deeply enjoying in that flow state mm-hmm. more of our life? Mm-hmm. And I think until you know what that feels like in your body, you can't recreate it in your everyday life if you're just living from your head. Mm-hmm. So giving people the space to then explore what that feels like and how what gives them that feeling in other areas in terms of creative outlet or what purpose that is aligns with them. Right. Mm-hmm. But until we s- explore it yeah, and feel it, then we don't know. Yeah. And yeah. so much of it, like everything in this world yeah. <laughs> comes back to like taking time and giving yeah. yourself permission. Yeah. I mean, those are themes that just come up over and over again. Yeah. Um, because if we're constantly feeling so, panicked and stressed. I mean, that is one thing our brain is good for. We can be like, okay, what I can do is give myself the permission or give myself the time to get out of my brain, get out of my head. I'll use my limited willpower to actually give myself the structure that might be helpful. That's something I started doing. You know, I love the airplane thing in the morning Mm -hmm. too, because then I don't have to think about it. I don't have to worry about it. And that feels like time that I can actually like light a candle, yes. smell something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, when do I smell things? I actually so thought ridiculous? about that the yeah. other day. I was like, I never really smell things yeah. and smell is such a nice mm. sense. Yeah. I can't walk by a candle without smelling yeah. it. So like, <laughs> I totally hear you, but yeah. it's true in everyday life. How often do we actually smell something or like, right. Eat our food and actually taste it. Actually taste it without like, like watching TV. It's like crazy. Nothing that I'm going to say is, like I said, it's going to be earth shedding. We know we need to But it kind down. of is a little earth it's earth shattering the fact that like, oh crap, like I'm doing it. Like I'm not even like yeah. fully living or experiencing the life just that like I'm living. We're tangible, just like, on all, like tangible. Hey, like I have hands like and they feeling touch things textures, and, things like that. Yeah. I've been joking a lot lately that in 2019, I'm going to try to like have mm-hmm. some mentors who are Tauruses, like my Taurus <laughs> yeah. mentors. Amazing. I have two yeah. friends. Um, because I think that, and I, and I laugh about it, but mm. I'm really bad at my physical senses. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could say it in a nicer way. I don't usually take time no, for my physical senses. Yeah. And I think um, the two people I'm thinking of yeah. are very, very good at like surrounding themselves with soft textures mm. and smelling nice things and eating nice things. Yeah. And they're very in that like earthy, grounded yes. feeling state yeah. that I am very guilty of just being like, I don't have time for that. Yeah. 
I'm very practical. But then what ends up happening is my life becomes so Spartan. It's just Mm, like like the Spartan race every day. It's just like how much, how little physical pleasures and comforts do you need? Like you don't need any of them. You could just get through the day, get through your tasks. Check things off my checklist. So productive. Oh, so I'm so productive. And then, you know, if I'm going outside for a walk, that's just because that's a way for me to be more productive. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy making. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so I think, like, having people around you, I mean, mm-hmm. you're one of those people for me, for sure, mm-hmm. um, where it's, like, starting to expand your vision of what a well-rounded life can look yeah. like. It's not just about how quickly can you check things off. Mm-hmm. It's about, okay, am I allowing myself to, like, tap into my feelings, as you're saying, yeah. tap into my physical senses, like you're saying, Um <laughs> doesn't necessarily come naturally no. to all we're, of us. We're taught not to do these things, right. in fact, in society, right? In right. order to be successful, in order to get what you need to, in order to have that respect and shut make all down. the things, like, shut it down and, like, <laughs> like don't feel those things and just be uber productive and be that robot. But yeah. in today's be world, technology is so, like, is taking over and, like, that's great. It's amazing, the advances. I wouldn't be alive if there was no modern medicine, sure. right? But I just think we're losing that humanness and that is what we're here to experience. Mm-hmm. And like, I've really just, even going through everything, like I still struggle with it, but something, it's so funny, like going through so much hard, I'm so incredibly grateful for like how hard it's been. Like I've had something that's been so, I'm going to cry, but like, is it good? Like that I've had that loss in my life, that I've had something that I love so much and it hurts so bad, you know? And I just think we don't give ourselves that permission to feel the bad and like my word for 2018 was pleasure Mm. which is kind of ironic because um by all means it was the most pleasurable amazing year that I've had to life but also the most painful and that's Mm. the idea that Brené Brown talks about is like the numbing right you can't have one without and I couldn't have one without the other but it's that pain that's so when you take a step back and be like wow that's how much I care that's how much I love that's how open I am that like it physically, like, pains in my chest. Even though there's no, like, visceral... Like, I haven't been stabbed. I haven't been anything. But, like, <laughs> like that's how powerful the human experience is. Right. And that's... Um, like, that is beautiful. It is In this beautiful. world. That we can feel something so strongly that we, like... It's just overwhelming. Right. And it is overwhelming that we don't know how to handle this. But that's something that I think... I want to change in this world. Like if there's something that freaking breaks your heart in this world, good. Yeah. You know, like that's a beautiful thing and that opens you up and like, and then if it's a beautiful thing that breaks you, is there something you can do about it too? Right. Cause it's it's grace. Like that's just grace. Like that's, you're exactly right that that's exactly the human experience we're here to experience. And for those who aren't familiar with Brene Brown, Brown's work. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume everyone knows. Yeah. Because she's, like, <laughs> I talk about her every podcast. Brene, you know. But okay. she talks a lot about how people try to protect themselves from the hard yeah. things um, by shutting down numbing, mm-hmm. selectively choosing which mm-hmm. emotions. But you don't get to choose. No. Because if you say, hey, I'm not going to feel pain, yeah. you also don't get to feel pleasure. Yeah. I also think it's so funny because I was mm-hmm. we were talking with some friends um, the mm-hmm. other week and joking about how when you choose a word for the year, oh, you're God. also choosing its opposite. 
Because you're basically yeah. like you're you're calling yeah. in all the lessons around that word. Yeah. So it's you figured yeah. that out, I guess. I figured that exactly. I didn't think about that now. <laughs> it's like now I'm gonna be surface level forever, <laughs> superficial. Well, you might you might just run but into a lot of contrast. situations yeah. that, that come up where you're like, oh gosh, yeah, this is a this really is, surface situation, or I'm, I'm only choose. going to the surface level with these yeah. people, or you might need to like cut things out Ooh. in a different way, right? Okay. Um, yeah, it's yeah, so interesting. Yeah, that's yeah, because so like with uh, my word for. 2018 was mm-hmm. flow mm-hmm. and then there were a lot of things that didn't flow and felt really stagnant or felt like they were bringing me down or that mm. felt forced and like yeah. I just ripped them out you yeah. know yeah, yeah um but anyway so I just think wow. that that's that's super interesting yeah just generally speaking yeah to be thinking about yeah I agree but yeah I think it's hard for us to remember that because like you're saying it is really painful and I'm not saying it's easy yeah like <laughs> It's painful and it hurts and like, yeah, yeah. I just like as grateful as I am. It's like I still don't. You don't. No one teaches you how to experience pain, right? right? But at the end of the day, and this is something I've learned is like it is just a sensation. You mm-hmm. know, like this pain is a sensation, just like mm-hmm. a paper cut. And like, yeah, they both freaking hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but the it's the meaning that we attach to that sensation. So if you just experience and embody your pain without giving it judgment, without trying to like cold you know, push it down and not feel it or giving mm-hmm. it story. Like this is happening to me because like, mm. if you just literally viscerally feel it, mm-hmm. it honestly, they've done studies. It can't last for more than 90 seconds. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say another wave's going to hit you yeah. <laughs> and take you down again. Yeah. But if you don't let yourself be knocked over by that wave, it'll keep pounding you. But with every wave, if you fully feel it, it's less and less and less. Mm-hmm. And it opens up that space. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's a lesson I think I've had. <laughs> this is a good one. Let yourself get knocked over. Yeah. Well, well, and it, don't let your, like, you don't have to get knocked over alone either, right? Oh, like, my gosh. Sometimes I think yes. I've had this belief, like, I need to be perfectly healed and then everything will yeah. line. But it's, like, the when I've had shitty things happen, I've reached out to my sisters and, right. like, let myself be picked up by them as well. Right. Because this human experience isn't meant to be done alone. Right. And the healing happens through people. Oh, my gosh. It's so um, true. Which is the hardest, hardest lesson to be, both independently knowing you're okay, but allowing yourself to let other people in mm-hmm. at the same time. Oh, it's so beautiful though. Yeah, like when hard yeah. things happened for yeah. me in 2018, yeah. it, it just bowls you over. It does. The love that you yeah. get from other people. Isn't you're it? just, it's incredible. Yeah. You're just like, oh, holy, yeah. what? Like, I don't I, even need to, I almost don't even need to be sad. Yeah. Cause like, look at all of this yeah. incredible love that yeah. I have. It would yeah. be a lie for me to tell myself that I'm not loved or like choose that story mm-hmm. as my story. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think it's so important what you just said about not adding the layers of judgment to it. Oh my gosh. Reminds me of this, um, the Buddhist parable that I love, um, about the second arrow. Oh yes. I remember this. Yeah. So like, you know, the first arrow is pain. It's inevitable. Yeah. The second arrow is suffering and it's the one you shoot yourself. Yeah. Um, and I think it comes up so often. It's like anytime you're just like, I shouldn't be feeling this way or why isn't this over by now? (laughs) This is why I should be feeling this way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I deserve this because of whatever. Yeah. And if you just sort of allowed it, giving yourself that time permission to feel whatever you need to feel with the support of the people around you, it's going to be lessened and it won't be as potent. Yeah. Or it could still be potent, but (laughs) it's still going to be potent. And like, you're going to make choices sometimes when you shoot that second arrow or not. But like, just be aware of sometimes that conscious decision that like, 
pain isn't what is what is that quote it's like pain isn't inevitable but suffering yeah is kind of not i don't want to say an option but it's like choosing what stories you attach to that pain absolutely right yeah um and yeah i'm not gonna say it's easy and i'm not gonna be like (laughs) unempathetic to people who go through things because i feel it and i like but it's just that contrast that gives us what we do want in our life Mm -hmm. and what we see the potential for humanity to be. Mm -hmm. And without that pain, I don't think we would care. Right. But if you don't allow yourself to care about the bad stuff, you can't get lit up about the good stuff either. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think breaks my heart in this world that not enough people care in general, like apathy Mm -hmm. when just people are so numb and so turned off and shut down Mm -hmm. because they feel like, what can I even do when the world seems Mm -hmm. so overwhelming? I don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. But if you just, like connect and root to who you are and then go from that place you can do way more than you think and even if it's just impacting one person you don't have to change the world right right but just starting with one other person right. and that like that's everything yeah and starting with yourself too yeah. i mean so much so many of it- people try and like heal other people yeah. without first looking inward which <laughs> I, I, I think i did <laughs> and i'm guilty of right yeah. so i think elizabeth gilbert has that that quote i'm not i'm gonna butcher it but mm-hmm. she's like you can um, tell all the people in this world who are like desperately trying to help others by mm. the pained look on the faces of mm. the others. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like says it like it is. Yeah, like yeah. there's just you know you you want to be so heartfelt, but like yeah. like you're saying, so many of us are going through our days shutting down yeah. the parts of us that are human. Yeah, like we're talking about some basic stuff like oh, yeah. our sense of smell. Yeah, and that's <laughs> yeah. not even present. No. How are we supposed to? find ways to bring light to other people when we're living in this darkness that's literally just like our brains and eyes and mouths yeah we don't experience all these other forms of sensation yeah and i can i jump in yeah Yeah. please and i think so often in what i've done in the before is any lacking that i've felt within i've tried to I've tried to seek it for it externally. So I've tried Mm. to heal other people when I felt broken. I tried Mm. to love other people when I didn't love myself. I tried to seek security in forms of finances or, you know, relationships or anything like that illusion of security with, because I didn't feel secure within myself. Damn girl. And so arriving at that, I'm like, Oh, that was like a hard realization being like, I'm seeking everything outside of myself because I don't feel that within myself. So if I, but then if I kind of turn that that mirror around and, and like, like quote unquote figure out my shit to some level that I can then help others and be from that grounded place of more wholeness um that's when things start shifting Mm -hmm. right but I think a lot of us often like and healers can be guilty of this and I've done it is like trying to help other people so badly because you feel so broken Mm-hmm. And it's okay that you feel broken, but don't think that you're going to feel whole by healing other people. Right. Or because you're seeking that validation you're to seeking make that you validation feel... to fill you up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like that lacking within doesn't come from outside. Mm-hmm. It can only be filled first within yourself. And then it can outpour and radiate. <sighs> Boom. Bam. Done. No, that's not... Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's really good. Okay, well, I know you're saying, like, Mm -hmm. I don't have all the answers, all these things, but I am interviewing you, Deanna. thank you. Um, So, with that in mind, that there's no easy solution, Mm -hmm. there's no one quick fix, like, I still would be so interested to hear if there are, like, specific teachers or books or podcasts that have sort of helped you on that journey to realize that it's within, or maybe it's a practice of, like, journaling or other types of writing, whatever, that's kind of helped you find the answers within Mm -hmm. yourself or Mm -hmm. guided you on that path. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. I mean, it's funny. I think there's been so many teachers, mm-hmm. whether for better or for worse along the way, <laughs> people and like thought leaders, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think my journey when I first started out with just the health stuff mm. was very different who helped me there versus when I was going through like my dark night of the soul and that ego like death journey over the summer. <laughs> Not that I've ever through that, but um, it's been very different who's helped me along the way. But I mean, obviously... I mean, Brené Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, would, I mean, these are bless people her. like, bless her lovely Texan heart. Um, <laughs> I love, obviously, her work around vulnerability. Um, I really love Glennon Doyle. Mm-hmm. Um, is amazing. And, like, I read The Power of Now over the summer, and that shifted things for me. Mm. Um, I mean, it, I, writing has been something that, like, I think I started writing basically every day a year and a half ago, and that changed my life. Mm-hmm. I just think when you write, you can't avoid the truth. Oh my gosh, so true. Um, and that's something I think everyone should do, and just get because otherwise you're all up in your head mm-hmm. and just getting that flow out. No one has to read it; it's just for you. Five minutes mm-hmm. less than um, different podcasts, of course. And then the other thing in terms of a tool that's helped me is. Um, in terms of feeling is first removing any stories or judgment that you have in terms of your head Mm -hmm. and then allowing yourself to drop in and just like feel whatever you're feeling coming up. Can you name like Mm. where is in your body? Is it hot? Is it cold? Is it prickly? Is it tight? Is it um, bubbly? Like just like feeling that and then exploring and giving it space versus pushing away from it, allowing that Mm -hmm. sensation to rise up and release however it may be. Mm -hmm. Um, and then seeing what happens when you do that in terms of feeling, because you can either keep hold on to that emotion and suppress it, you can express it, and sometimes it comes out whenever we can't hold it anymore, whether it's for me physically within my body in terms of illness. Some people expl- like explode in terms of anger, and not that that's any, like judge, zero judgment, but sometimes it just has to find a way out of our body, okay. um, or we can release it and kind of just like imagining it floating away or like a mm. pipe outside of our body. That's something that's been hugely transformational as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Does that help in terms of resources? Oh my There's gosh, tons. Yeah, of and if something, if <laughs> anyone wants to like ask me specifically around anything, I will. Yeah. No, it's for so many amazing, amazing people out there. Yeah, there really are. We're so lucky. We just have like Instagram teachers yeah. now. I know. <laughs> Imagine like the olden days where you have yeah. to, I don't know where people found their teachers. I guess yeah. in your everyday people that you guess, interact but with. But it's just a smaller circle to Oh yeah, from, right? it's just, it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, Mark Groves I really love. Great mm. the love. Okay, um, yeah, I don't know him. No? Okay, he's an Instagram guy. Oh, Instagram guy. Instagram guy. He's very <laughs> happily with someone else. So great. That's great. <laughs> Good um, for him. So don't know. It clearly works. Yeah, it clearly works. <laughs> for him. Yeah, no, he's... Uh, yeah, he's very good and someone who I've, in terms of relationships, but also just like a grounded practical approach, but also mm. incorporating that like growth oriented, a little bit more wooey to some level, but speaks a language I think everyone can understand. Cool. So... Yeah, I think there's, I mean, there's the the amazing thought leaders that everyone kind of knows of, like Brené Brown and, you know, Glennon Doyle and those people. But I think the people that are kind of learned underneath those people or like those thoughts and are taking it on their own way and aren't necessarily have that big following yet, who are amazing. Mm -hmm. They just don't have that name recognition yet. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of those guys in terms of the Instagram world that I love. So fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I just think it's it's great. I, I definitely need to get back into daily writing. I used to do mm-hmm. morning pages every yes. morning. Um, and now 
I don't. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm not perfect and do it so every day. So I want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, because I think you're right. Like when you, when you process something, it's almost mm-hmm. like, um, I've heard people say you write in order to think, like mm-hmm. you write to think, to yeah. realize what you think yeah. rather than trying to think about what you need to say before you write it down. Yes. It's like, there's something that yeah, happens that in that process. process. So I think it's such a powerful tool too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they're all yeah. such simple tools, but I know it's the practice of them that makes them powerful. Oh my gosh, that's right? so true. Yeah, so, yeah, amazing, amazing. Well, mm-hmm. Dan, thank you so much You're for talking so, so to welcome. me today. Thank it was you, such Steph. a great combo. Um, I feel mm-hmm. very like inspired mm-hmm. to spend a little bit more time in my body this year. Yeah, man. My my word is energy, so Ooh, I'm that. sure I'm going to be feeling a lot of lethargy. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's the opposite, but. Yeah. There's a lot of new ways that I'm feeling of yeah. like, how can I explore how to work with my energy yeah. and use my energy and yeah. replenish my energy. So yeah. And where your energy is depleted and exactly. Like that, right. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. So I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I'm just so excited that we finally got to Thank talk you. about it. Me too. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. And there's so many good things to look forward to. Absolutely. I'm excited. Thanks for listening to the Life in Limbo podcast. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend or reach out and let me know at Steph Pellet on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. As always, you can find show notes for this and all episodes at lifeinlimbo.org slash podcast. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you soon.